afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Come on stage right now, Mr. Pat Francis. Let him know. It's not often when there's a live podcast taping and every single one of your at-home listeners shows up. So this is amazing. I'm so happy about this. This is really great. So uh, everybody ready for Rock Solid? Yeah. All right. Let's do it how we always do it. We say, hey, everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, your comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and we are live from the Limestone Comedy Festival at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana. The, uh, the, I'll be going back and forth between mics. That's how I do it. Uh, just like radio, just like broadcasting. Um, <laughs> tonight, uh, tonight, my topic, the topic I chose for tonight was the music of Bruce Springsteen. And the reason I chose that topic is because there's two guys that are from Bloomington, Indiana that go back and forth on Facebook nonstop about goddamn Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> All the time. Da-da-da, da-da-da, what about this? I like this, deep album cut, blah-blah, B-side, constantly. And me, I get right into the mix, too. So those two guys are, number one, uh, he's no stranger to this stage. Ladies and gentlemen, a big round of applause, applause, applause for Brad Wilhelm. Brad! <laughs> Where are you going to sit? I don't well, care. I'll take, I'll You're going to sit back there? You got your here. beverages there? Yeah, well, Matt's got these. All right, take a seat. How are you doing, Brad? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me here, Pat. You're excited? I'm, yes. I am. Um, <laughs> I asked these guys, they said, look, you know what? Let's, uh, let's pick like one song from each Springsteen studio album that we like, and that's what we'll discuss. And, uh, and Brad, you sent me how many songs from Darkness on the Edge of Town? I sent you four from Darkness yeah, on the Edge of Town. Yeah, that's three too many, Brad. No, no, because Darkness on the Edge of Town is the greatest album ever recorded. So a normal album, you pick one song. From the greatest album ever recorded, you, get, you, I, you have to pick at least four. I could not choose just one. You literally asked me to, it was a Sophie's Choice situation. I couldn't just choose one song. Are you saying that album's better than Billy Idol's Rebel Yell? <laughs> is that really what you're trying to tell That's me? That's really what I'm trying to tell you. Right. I, stand, I stand by that. Because I'll be actually playing five songs from Rebel Yell. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be walking off the podcast. Oh, my God. Uh, the next gentleman coming to the stage is the other guy who's crazy. You guys have gone to concerts together. We have, yes. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage, very funny comedian, Mr. I'm going to call him, I'll be Bruce Springsteen right now, the Thunderbolt. Matt Holt. <laughs> <laughs> that no one told you that. Is, uh, is, is Brad's mic hot enough out there? Can you guys hear him? No, no. no not I, at all. I didn't hear it at all. Really? So yeah. it sounded great. Okay, so it was a Sophie's <laughs> Choice situation. Oh, no, no, we don't need to hear it. Yeah. No. I'll, put, I'll put all that in later. All right. So now before we start, before we start playing, let me tell you how this is, guys. Uh, when you're listening at home in your car, we talk about some stuff and then you hear a little song clip. When we do that here, it's the same thing, except you stare at us, and it's really awkward. But, so just so you know that, we know that it's weird to play music clips, but, uh, but we're going to do it. And uh, before we get started, I thought we'd talk a little bit about uh, best and uh, possibly worst Springsteen concert experiences that you guys have had. Matt, you okay. want to go first, Matt? Yeah, I can do, I can do worst. Um, 
Uh, I like a lot of fans. You always try to turn people onto your music, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I was and, and people love that. Yeah, they love it. Yeah, it's like selling a man. You got to listen to this. Uh, okay. In '88, I was trying to turn some friends on uh, the Tunnel of Love tour, and I talked a good friend of mine into going with me. I bought his ticket because I'm an idiot, and uh, I looked over and like meh, five songs in, he's asleep. <laughs> And uh, to this day, refuses to listen to any of the music, so it did not work. No, because he because he was drunk, or he was just he was bored. No, he was sixteen or seventeen years old. He wasn't drunk yet. So uh, what, what put him to sleep? There was couldn't have cared less songs? about the show. Could not have cared less. Wow, doesn't doesn't like tunnels? Doesn't like love? Didn't, yeah, didn't like big white stages. I guess doesn't like anything. So you have a, what about what about you? Do you have a worst? Um, I have two worse, so this is going to be great. Yeah, it actually wasn't the concert itself. The concert was fantastic. But I had gone to, it was the Wrigley Field Stadium mm-hmm. show, and I had gone with a friend of mine um, who literally had two different women show up um, at the show uh, while we were we were at the Cubby Bear across from, from Wrigley Field waiting for it to start. Yeah. And, and this guy goes, hey, um, I got some, uh, I got this woman who's going to come by. You know, and, and maybe hang out, and then like five minutes later, the phone goes, "Hey, I got this other woman who's come by, um, maybe to hang out uh, with with me. Um, so, can you like entertain one or something for a while while I work the other one?" And you know, it's your worst experience ever. Yeah. How old were you? But, no, but, but, were you married at the time? Of course I was. Um, Still sounds good. Yeah. Not in Chicago. But, 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 but when we get to the end of the show, this is where it's fun. Okay. Is one of, of the ladies uh, needed a ride back to her hotel in Chicago that she didn't know where it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so instead of taking a cab, uh, this person that I went with decided he would he would volunteer my vehicle and me as my as a driver yeah. to drive that person back to the hotel. She didn't know where it was. Sure, he's a good friend. At, at one thirty in the morning in Chicago. <laughs> Um, and about five minutes onto the trip, she decides she needs to go to the bathroom badly, and she was saying she's going to piss in the backseat of my car. Uh, now, if you know me, there's one thing I love more than my children is my car. And uh, I was not happy. Well, as a Springsteen fan, I love my car. Honestly. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, I, it was a completely miserable fucking experience. And I just want to say that that man's name was Matt Holt. Oh. I wasn't the one pissing in your car. No, 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 you were not. As far as you know. As far as 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 you know, we've been friends for years, and I still have not pissed in your car. Did you get any tail from that other bro? No. No. No? No. I call call sex tail, and I call women broads. (laughs) In case you didn't understand the sentence that I said. (laughs) No. Those are are both pretty bad. I have... uh, this is my, my wife's, uh, my father-in-law, is, uh, he's, he's, in, he's in nut job. The total nut job. He bought, he had, but somehow he has two Springsteen tickets. It was when they got back together before the, ri- the Rising came out. The reunion they, tour. They call the reunion, reunion, reunion tour. tour. Thank, they call that a reunion, <laughs> is what I'm understanding from Brad. So he has two tickets, and he's at our apartment, and he's, I'm going to go with him. But he's saying that he doesn't, he's feeling ill. So he's like, do you and Pilar want these tickets? And uh, Pilar goes, no, I don't. I don't really like concerts, Dad. So, so, uh, so you married a woman who doesn't like concerts? <laughs> yeah, I know. That seems she kind of weird. Wait, 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 Maybe wait, 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 wait. I have to stop that. Pat Francis yeah. married a woman who doesn't like concerts. That's Sounds why like I have what I call. I have a, I have concert wives. Yeah, that that's I awesome. I, I, Apparently, uh, I do too. Yeah. <laughs> I have Jimmy Pardo as a concert wife. Uh, Suzanne Dillingham's a concert wife. But uh, so, but he wouldn't. But she goes, I don't. I don't like concerts. So. Why don't you just give the tickets to Pat? He did, he wouldn't give me the tickets unless Pilar was going to go with me. So he finally pulls it together, and we go. So how long does Springsteen play on an average? Three hours. 
three, three, three hours, hours is an hour. Yeah. 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 You'll have those diehard people. I saw a show where he played 15 hours. Right. And they're, they're, they're <laughs> he played Born to Run front to back and then back to front and then did it again as the encore. <laughs> wow, that would be a great show. And it was no, fantastic. It's not, yeah. not a bad show. Yeah, I would watch that. I'd love to go see that show. So... Bruce comes on. It's a, it's an amazing show. It is so awesome. And forty five minutes in, he goes, "So you ready to go?" <laughs> I said, "What?" He goes, "You ready to go?" I go, "You know he's going to play about two hours more." Yeah, but I mean, I just wanted to come out and get a little taste of it. I've never seen him, and I'm, I'm kind of getting the gist of it. <laughs> so I mean, he drove there. So I was like, uh, "Okay." He's like, "Yeah, I'm just not feeling good, and I'm a little tired." I go, uh, "Okay." And what I should have done was just say. I'm going to stay and then take a cab home. You, you didn't? I didn't do that. So now on the way home, taking me, taking me back to, his, to my apartment. I would I know, say you don't like I concerts know. either. Yeah. I know. Not just your wife. doesn't sound like it. On the way home, driving me home, he goes, hey, I want to swing by this bagel place I used to take the kids to. I want you to see this place. No. I don't want to see a bagel place. I want to see Bruce Springsteen. There's pretty good bagels, though. But uh, <laughs> that was my worst. Didn't get to see the whole show. It was a great show. That that doesn't. That's a that's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah that, that would be horrible. It's not yeah. a good story. At least you didn't pay uh, for the ticket. Not a good story, but that's my worst. Yeah. And you paid for the ticket. I, yeah, I didn't pay worst. for the ticket. Well, right now this crowd is riveted by all three stories. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what, what, what's going on here? Th- this is what's great is I I brought prizes to give away. I have about 30 Bruce Springsteen posters. Pretty sure everyone's going to get two. <laughs> Everyone will get two this is, posters. This is great. <laughs> I got some trivia questions, and if you people don't know any trivia about Bruce Springsteen, maybe we'll go to some of those. No, we'll just come right back to you. And we'll ask easy questions like how do you spell Bruce? And we'll get, because I've got some CDs and multiple O's. With multiple O's. That's good. I like that. And an S-E on the end. Now, a big round of applause. How many people actually have listened to Rock Solid? Just about a fourth. Well, as you know... So four of the 16 in the room. There's someone that pops up sometimes on Rock Solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his name... He's in my pocket, actually, tonight. His name is... Dirty iPod. Oh, uh, Dirty iPod. <laughs> so now, when Dirty iPod heard we were coming here, he said that he uh, he had a couple things to say about uh, Bloomington. Okay. And he had a couple things to say about uh, Mr. Bruce Springsteen. Uh-oh. So Uh-oh. let's... Uh, you're going to hear a pop? Let's... Uh, let's... Now when I, okay, we're back. Right. So uh, let's hear what uh, Dirty iPod has uh, up his sleeve. Let's hear John Cooler Mellencamp was the smoke monster from the TV show Lost. <laughs> okay. Now, now John, John Mellencamp, is a, he lives here in Bloomington, right? Yep. Yes. And he's a, he's a big smoker. Yes. And from what I understand, he was actually the, the smoke monster from the, from the show Lost. Is there any truth to that? Do you guys know? Um, there is no truth. No truth but there's there. no truth that he's not, either. All right. Well, I, I, I can say one thing. Dirty iPod kept it clean. It does. Clarence Clemens was called the big man because he had a giant cock. Okay, well, now... Well, that's true. That, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. So, no, normally Dirty iPod says stuff that or it's like a joke or it's off-color. That's right, but he's actually right on the money. Dead yeah. on. Yeah. All right. Well, so far, he's, uh, I'm enjoying it.
out his scarf, little Steven's head looks like my ball sack. <laughs> I haven't seen his ball sack. Right. But I got it. Seems so reasonable. Yeah. It seems reasonable. Yeah. If he takes that off, it probably looks like a scrotum. Yeah. A little wrinkly. A little wrinkly. Maybe some In my fantasies, it always is. Yeah. Some wispy yeah. hairs. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Whenever I've masturbated to little Steven, it's not That's Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> like, I'm the only person in this room that's masturbated to little Steven Van Zandt. When it was Miami, Steve, for me. <laughs> yeah, is it Little Steven or Miami, Steve? It's Little well, Steven now. It is. In my fantasy, he's Little Steven. Why did they change him? Now, if you don't know, there's Steve Van Zandt, the guitarist in the E Street Band, and he used to be Miami Steve Van Zandt. Correct. And why is that? Because he wasn't from Miami, was he? Nobody wore, like, that fedora to cover the ball yeah. spot then, and they called him Miami. Why didn't they call him Fedora, Steve? <laughs> it was active derision. It was like one of those... Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think... Bruce was just making fun of him because Bruce was paying his bills. He went, okay, sure. I'm yeah, call me whatever you want. Yeah, call me whatever you want. And then later he became Little Steven. Right. Because he's, small he's smaller. Yeah, I think that started with a, with a solo career is when he did that. All right. But Little Steven and the Disciples of Soul. Yes. Cue it up. Sometimes nicknames are easy. Is that me that is making all that noise? Yep. Okay, great. Funny show. <laughs> I'm having a ball. I don't know about anybody else. Oh, oh. I like that funky groove. When Bruce Springsteen counts, he is letting you know the number of times he is going to fuck your mom. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Now that's the dirty iPod I was looking yeah. for. That's yeah. that's the dirty iPod we all know and love. Yeah. And that's how he wrote Tunnel of Love. Apparently Bruce Springsteen fucks your mom just about four times. Four times. <laughs> but four times, several times a night. Oh, is that what you there's a lot of counting okay. all throughout the evening. That's, it doesn't right. just count to four once. You're right. Huh. It's almost every song. Man, that doesn't make any sense to me. The day either. after a Bruce concert, your mom is... Uh... I don't, I've not, you know what? I've not seen my mom after a Bruce concert. <laughs> <laughs> it's a day or two. All i got to tell you is that the day after a Bruce concert, my mom's wheelchair is a mess. <laughs> Oh, that's because you, you got to moan out of that. That's fantastic. That's because Bruce fucked her. Four times. And my mom's in a wheelchair. <laughs> All right, now. Thank God someone laughed. All right, go ahead. Someone's here. I feel this show is going so well. Sure. The applause break. The music's been great so we, far. We need yeah. to kick it into some high gear yeah. with some uh, rock and roll. Let's okay. do it. All right. All right. So the first Bruce Springsteen album is called uh, Greetings from Asbury Park, released in 1973. Uh, I love this album. Uh, this is one of my favorite Bruce Springsteen albums. Really? And uh, oh, now here we go. Here we go. What's up? You don't like it? Uh, I, there's a lot about it I don't like. What don't you like about it? Uh, most you, of the songs. Did you just pull notes out? No, I your... pull my list out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I have your list. Oh, okay. Well, that's even better. Uh, no, it's I, there's a lot of the songs I don't like on it. It's a little, it's a little, too, uh, it's a little too sparse for me. But do you like Nebraska and Ghost yeah, of Tom Joad? Yeah, but that was different. No, actually, I don't like Tom Joad very well at all. All right, well, we'll get to it, yeah. Matt. Well, you, you're leading this oh, train wreck. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I, don't, I mean train wreck in the best possible way. <laughs> That's probably a Bruce Springsteen song somewhere, some outtake called train wreck. Okay, so, uh, but you did pick a song from this, I uh, did. Matt. And you picked a song that, uh, that I like, too. And let's, uh, let's hear a little bit of this. This one's called Growing Up. Stood stone like at midnight, suspended in my masquerade, and I combed my hair that was just right and commanded a night brigade. I was hoping to paint and cross by the rain, and I walked on a crooked trail. 
That's a great, song. a great song. Have you guys heard that song before? Yeah. Yep. 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 What about the people? No. So who did, has who hasn't heard it? Everyone's heard. It. Uh-huh. I'll be asking that question after every song. <laughs> get, get together. And then, uh, Brad, you picked one that was made uh, famous uh, by Man for Man's Earth Band. I did. Okay. Let's hear a little bit of uh, Spirit in the Night. Okay. Janie's fingers were in the cake. That's Bush, right? Yeah. yeah. That's her. Yeah. He counted four. <laughs> counted four. I, I literally picked this song in this moment because one of the my favorite Bruce Springsteen lyrics is coming up. It's like, it kind of breaks my heart, and it's like really emotional. And thanks for just bringing Bush in. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, when I heard your clip, I'm like, okay, they go up to Greasy Lake, and her fingers are in the cake. I'm like... Oh, yeah, I know what's happening now. But, they have a knife. He's getting ready to come in, and there's this one line that I say all the time. So go ahead. Okay. You've ruined it. Go ahead. Do you want me to start it over? No. No? I'm going to start it over for you. You got very emotional there for a second. I, Bruce Springsteen to me is like going to church. Okay, here we go, folks. This is what you paid for. That's right. This is it. And I, every song I picked, every line I have asked Pat to play means something to me personally. And that, right there, I almost cried. No, but it, uh, it hits me. It's hit me since I heard it the very first time. It continues to hit me. I said, "I'm hurt." She said, "Honey, let me heal." You're going to get a lot of less of this from me. I, I like the songs a lot. I've gotten laid to a couple of them. But you know what? We, we've been to shows together. We you have. And I get very emotional. As do I. As do I. Um, uh, we, we've been known as grown men to cry. Yes. At shows at, at certain moments. Yes. Uh, but I think we all know. I know. I know. Yeah. That we know that I know more about the music that Bruce Springsteen than probably you do, Matt. I well, mean, just, I mean, it, it means well, that's, that's kind of I don't know about that. Yeah. No, well, I'm not trying to brag, but uh, well, I, I just doing a hell of a job of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as well, not trying. Well, do either one of you have a message from a member of the E Street Band? Not, not. Uh, uh, it's Dirty iPod. No, no. <laughs> what do you got? I have. You gonna play it in your mic? Yo, this is Everett Bradley who plays with the E Street Band. I want you all to know that Brad Wilhelm knows more about Bruce Springsteen's music than either of you two clowns ever could. Okay, first of first of all, yeah. you want to start? <laughs> who who's Everett Bradley? Everett Bradley is a background singer percussionist on the on the Slay Tour with the E Street Band. Uh, he's been featured prominently on, on both the Wrecking Ball and the High Hopes Tour. And I did high school theater with him. I was your good man, Charlie Brown, <laughs> and he was Jesus in God's Well, I, I knew yeah. him when he was Jesus. Do we have <laughs> Do we have something notarized from him that indicated that he's in fact him? <laughs> Hang on. 
<laughs> you got something? I want to. I want to feel an embossed stamp. Yo, this is ever. No, I heard it. You need to hear it again. And I want you all to know that Brad Wilhelm knows more about Bruce Springsteen's music than either of you two clowns ever could. That's all I gotta say. That could be Todd Bridges for all I know. It could be anyone. What you talking about, Will? See, <laughs> Wilhelm. All right. Well, I, I guess. I you. guess. We, I guess that gives you um, the right to uh, tear up. Time. There you go. So, Spirit of the Night is one of my favorite songs. I, okay. But I will say, I hate that recording of it. You like a live version better. I do like, I like the live. Yeah, better. I do like the live. I better. literally, my problem with, with Greetings from Asbury Park is not the songs; it's the way it's recorded, the production, the arrangement. The I just don't like it. And it, uh, there's uh, there's no Max Weinberg on that, or Roy Bitten, or Roy Bitten. or Miami Steve Van Zandt. True. Who is uh, who is uh, uh, no Miami, no Professor Roy? Nope. Right. No Mighty Max. No Mighty Max. All right. Maybe that's why I like sloppiest drummer good. in the world. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jimmy Pardo says Mighty Max is not a good drummer. Uh, uh, this Pardo is. Uh, <laughs> what did you say? I said Pardo doesn't know anything. Keep playing. <laughs> See this ever Bradley thing's gone to his I head know. now. He's well, that's great. But, uh, the second album by Bruce Springsteen was The Wild, The Innocent, and The E Street Shuffle. My favorite album. Oh, I hate this album. All right, um, I'm going to take off. I like three Let's songs go. on this. Uh, but Brad picked, Brad picked Here's a song you may never have heard Rosalita <laughs> I know your mama She don't like me Cause I play in a rock and roll band And I know your daddy Don't dig me But he never did understand Your papa Well, that's a great. Everyone knows that's a great song. Yeah, I think so. I thought you were going to pick like something deep and shitty off this album. Like, there are only like, seven songs on the album. I know. I like three go? of them. <laughs> Rosalita is one of those songs that if you can't dance, you can't have fun to Rosalita. There was a time, and, and your younger listeners and younger people here are not going to believe this. There's no one here. No. Okay. <laughs> Two of you are not going to believe this. <laughs> the staff here are not going to believe this. Um, you used to go see a a band and you would dance. The band would have to play songs you would dance to. And Rosalita was a dance song. It was a song that they played in bars and clubs to get people to get up and dance and move and then it changes. It had things they could go hey, hey, hey and they clap along and everyone had a good time and it was the joyous glory of rock and roll descending upon a dance floor. Kids these days with their iPods and they're not dancing. (laughs) Their headphones and their ones and twos. (laughs) Who who knows that song, by the way, out in the crowd? Everyone knows Rosalita. Some people don't know it. Really? Yeah. You, You look like the youngest gentleman here. Do you know Rosalita? Yeah, he, thank uh, you, he illegally downloads music, so <laughs> he's got all that shit. Well, that's a great one to illegally download. Can we swear on your podcast? Uh, yeah, you can okay. whatever you want. Just be funny. Oh, well. <laughs> oh. See, that's mean. All right. No, you have everything. You, I, no, I don't have some of the E-Street band, so you can make shit on you. You can make me laugh a lot. No, it's fine. So it's probably a technical. This is another song off the Wild, the Innocent, the E-Street Shuffle. It's another girl's name in the title because... Bruce loves doing that. This is uh, this is called Kitty's Back, and this is from Matt. What 
What did he just say there? I don't know. <laughs> Something like jackknife, bottle, boom, boom. I think I think Jamie's doing something with her. A lot of words. Very, <laughs> I think that's all about Bush again. It's kind of, yeah. it's it probably is. For me on this album, he was trying too hard to be a mess. <laughs> well, yeah, I, mess. Don't think, I don't think he really knew what he was doing. Yeah, really. yeah, but but like, if you listen to this album, yeah. please jump in if ever to allow you to. <laughs> <laughs> in on this, this is the album where when you look back on it yeah. after Born to Run, you look back on this, and this is when you realize, well, this guy knew what he was doing. This is a this was different than what everyone was, else different. was doing. I agree with you. And, and those are to me the songs I want to hear live uh-huh. because they're it's a departure from I this. think nowadays when he plays some of these I think these songs take on a, 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 a better life live than they did Easter Shuffle Kitty's Bad yeah. little songs become See, Incident on 57th Street yeah. I love that. Yeah. that that whole album could could actually be a play that, that could be a Broadway mm-hmm. musical that, that entire album I'm too lazy to write it, but it's, it still would be fantastic. Do you have the rights to it? Sounds like you have I, not yet. I'm, wait, I'm waiting on Ever Bradley to get back with me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he will because. Yo, this is oh. Ever Bradley. <laughs> By the way, that's the blackest he's ever sounded. If you've seen him on stage. <laughs> oh, Everett uh, is a, is a black a, gentleman? He's yes. African American. Yes. yes. Okay. Dan, Danny had more soul than Everett did. <laughs> wow. Well. I thought Francis was racist. Holy no. shit. <laughs> okay, so now, after those first two albums... I'm out. I'm out. It's, what? Okay, it's, go ahead. It, we, we, we still have four hours ago. It's um, <laughs> like a Springsteen show. It's hard to believe that after those two albums, that, that this third album is so big and so powerful and such a departure from how those first two albums sounded. I'm talking about Born to Run. And let's hear a little bit of something called She's the One. I used to hate this song, but then I live it turned me back to it. Love She's it. The live. One. I love every song in Born to Run. Yeah. yeah All right. And uh, Matt, you picked Night, which is a great tune. Also, let's hear a little bit. <laughs> That's about working hard all day. Right. The boss man's got you under his thumb. 
and you're just going to go out at night and get uh, and get, act like a douchebag. Right. That's what that's yeah. about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Limestone, vandalized stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's the. I think that's the one that I've seen open more shows than yeah. anything of all the shows I've been to. That's probably it, the, it is a perennial opener. Yeah, it's perfect. When you, go to, when you go to a Springsteen show, you never know what he's going to open with. You never know what the set yeah. list is going to be. Uh, but night is one of those things mm-hmm. that he pulls out on a regular basis yeah. as an opener. And your your friend Bradley never uh, let you know what he's going to open with. You know, you know what? Uh, the the last show that I talked to Everett before the show, you, I got a phone call. From him. Uh, he he said he didn't know at the time. He, they still didn't know what they they get the set list like five minutes before they hit the stage. Oh really? And then it's thrown away. They like play, maybe play the first or second song, and then he'll just start doing audibles and change it up. They don't know. He says they keep about three hundred songs oh my in their back pocket. That he could go to at any time. Your pocket has to be pretty big to keep all that well, music. Ever, Everett's a very large man, so he's got good Those are big pockets. Yeah. Can I be honest with you guys? No. As much, <laughs> as much as I love Bruce Springsteen, for some reason, we're what, wait, wait, like 40 minutes into this thing, I'm not, I'm not quite feeling it yet. Really? I'm not. Hmm. So i got to tell you. It feels great uh, to me. I, well, it would. Um, <laughs> You're shitting on me, too. Great. Right. Let's mix it up a little bit. Three albums later. We're way out of This is going to play great on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, visual games. Yeah. How you guys doing? I'm Bruce Puppet. <laughs> Great to be here at Limestone Comedy Festival. How you doing, man? Good. Yeah, you got, you got, you got, I got to tell you, Everett is on thin ice. Good. Okay. My, my headband needs fit. Can you fix that on? Yeah, let me get that for you. Don't let people see my receipt and hairline. <laughs> no, seriously, take it off and retie it. You're not, you're not the boss of me. God, for, God, for God's sake, Holt, do a crunch. You look like Billy Joel's mugshot. I can't perform it. Looks, looks great. How's everyone doing? I gotta tell you, I'm happy to be here tonight because uh, Patty gave me a hall pass. I get to fuck some chicks this weekend. It's about our moms again. <laughs> See, hold to mom, I count to eight. <laughs> How you folks doing? I'm excited. I'm, I'm go, I'll be here for the duration of the show. <laughs> You have no idea how to tie a goddamn. <laughs> you 
you're right, I know. You're right. I would look you know, so really, awkward. when this podcast is released, is there going to yeah. be subtitles or something that, like, you, know, well, that you brought I, a puppet to the stage? I, will, now, I, I vaguely remember some kind of anti-Semitic um, chef look, I will, with, with I, a head yeah, in it. Okay. Look, look, I'm already wearing a baby t-shirt. Is, that is, that's goddamn humiliating. And I haven't had a hand up my ass since I played the bottom line in 78. So already I'm a little... Okay, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my head in his lap so he can fix his goddamn... Sweet. So he fix... Here's how sick I am. I want to go, he would have never played the bottom line in 78. He would have been on tour under darkness. He was playing arenas. And then the smallest venues would have been 10, 12,000 seats. So it would have been the bottom line. You're going to bring up the puppet has blue eyes also? You're going to bring that here? Clearly not, not accurate. I'm already embarrassed for what. Let me tell you what. And what the hell is rock solid? Sounds like a club for gay dudes. (laughs) (laughs) Is this on? Yeah, racism and homophobia plays really well in Bloomington. I'm both those to the table. Pat is going to continue playing the song, and he's going to tie my headband on nicely. <laughs> right? Yeah, I think that's what's making this bit not work. Yeah. It's the headband. <laughs> man, let me tell you something. Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters gave me some jokes to tell. <laughs> and they, 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 these are goddamn gems. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you up as soon as I get my my bandana on. All right, play some, do some something from Badlands. You know, I wrote 11,000 songs for Badlands. Narrowed it down to 10, and then wrote 600 more. And then used the first 10 of the original 11,000. And we recorded those six times, and remixed it four. And then I took a break, and counted to four, and went to Holt's mom's house. Rejuvenated, I came back, and recorded the original 10. Story. <laughs> All right, I'm going to fix Bruce Puppet's uh, headband up a little bit. We got, uh, so, uh, Brad. So, so, I'm literally trying to think whose idea, who thought this was going to be a good idea to do a live rock solid, and I think it was mine. So I, I'm blaming myself at this point. So I just, I'm thinking back to in the green room before the, we wound up, came up here and. Rats. He said, well, I'm going to put the, the flag up, yeah. and then I have some things I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Never mention the goddamn puppet, yeah, because <laughs> we would have never walked on stage. No. Or not just with one bottle of cider. I no, that's true. <laughs> if I knew it was going to be a puppet. Oh, that, that's much better than I did. Yeah. <laughs> at least it just looked ridiculous when I did it. Well, at least it's on my head now. Uh, we get some shots up here? Yeah, I... You know, I got to tell you about my wife. You know Patty Scalfa? Yeah. yeah. What a, I tell you what, the carpet is not matching the drapes <laughs> at this point in the relationship. You want to you want to move ahead to one of my extras then to, to tag that line? You just yeah yeah. What do you got? Uh, one of my extras, the redheaded woman. My, oh, okay. My, yeah. Oh, we'll play that. We got a song now. Pat's not left-handed, <laughs> so I have no idea what song might get played. I'm gonna, 
I just thought, Bruce, since you're bringing up your wife, Patty, this is a song yeah. you wrote for her? Yeah, I wrote this for her before she took most of my money and turned into Stone Cold Bitch. <laughs> if brunettes are fine, man, blondes are fun, but when it comes to getting a dirty job done, I'll take a red-headed woman. Redheaded woman, get a dirty actually, job that done. Was, that's one of the uh, the best songs ever written. To, like number the number three top kind of linga songs in rock and the rock and roll camp. Hey Bruce, yeah, yeah. That's about licking some box. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, and then she gets a dirty job done too. You know what that means? No, what's that mean? Glug glug. <laughs> <laughs> So Brad's favorite album, uh, we're going to play one of those um, 11,000 songs you recorded, Bruce. Uh, Brad, you sent me four. Can you narrow it down to one? Uh, do Adam Raised the Cane. Adam Raised the Cane. Okay, here yeah. we go. This is from the greatest rock and roll album ever made, Darkness on the Edge of Town. Don't argue with me. It's no, he's not in. How old are you? What do you uh, what do you think of John Mellencamp? I get that guy's been he's been stealing my my riding my coattail, stealing my thunder, ripping me off, goddamn thirty years. But his payback has come right now because he has to sleep with that monster face, Mate Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> she used to be America's sweetheart. Now, ugly. <laughs> I never had a nose job. <laughs> never had hair plugs. Never had my underbite fixed. I look great. Other than sometimes I wear a onesie. Probably <laughs> <laughs> a one, two, three, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You see, that is why the thunderbolt, the rainstorm of comedy, the master of disaster, Matt Holt, is on the stage. Little gems like that. That don't necessarily come out during his stand up. No. <laughs> but when he's ripping. Well, I rarely have a puppet next to me. <laughs> when he's ripping, I'm a goddamn professional. Yeah, all right. Now, Matt, Matt, you picked a song. Yes. You picked Factory. Yes. That's about, again, working 
which is basically all I write about. <laughs> and chicks. And cars. And cars. If you can meet your wife while working at a car factory, <laughs> that's a goddamn great life. <laughs> to the mansions of fear, to the mansions of pain, see my daddy Yeah, that, there was two back-to-back really emotionally wrought, yes. heavy uh, songs full of a, a lot of uh, angst about living Absolutely. in an industrial society and not being able to make your dreams work mm-hmm. and taking it out on your children and having to live the sins of your fathers, and we got to do it while a puppet mined the words. <laughs> Look, those words came from my head, so fuck it. <laughs> Bruce, you're very dirty when you talk. You don't swear on stage ever. Bruce never swears on stage, does he? Yeah, sure he does. Yeah, he does. Drop, he? he drops a fuck every now and then. When he's doing it, he's having fun. I think so. How many shows you seen, Holt? Uh, I, li- I like my Holt. I like my Holt. Uh, I'm at uh, twenty. My Holt. I like it. I'm so I love nice him. On the end, I'm no, so I love nice. this big teddy bear. The thing about this, we were talking before the show, yeah, we were. and we were looking at the stage setup. And I said to Brad, "I'm like, we're going to look ridiculous behind three of us behind this little table yep. and side table." That's right. And yet we found a way to make it look even more ridiculous. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> so nuts. Uh, 20, 29 shows. 29 yeah, shows. 29 shows. All right, great. What, uh, what, what, to, what was your favorite uh, experience? Um, right before you brought this fucking puppet. Oh. <laughs> I love that. That was great. This fucking guy. I love um, this guy. This guy is the greatest man. Uh-huh. Please tell me this Holt. is videotape. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Heidi's got this on video. Heidi's That's what I need. That is Show great. me my next going away part. Love it. <laughs> I, th- I want to thank... Matt Holt has, has moved what? to Los Angeles four times. Four times. Four times. <laughs> I got to say, I got to... Uh, I want to give a shout out to the club owner here. To Jared. Are you here, Jared? Is Jared here? He's not here. That guy's a fucking spaz. <laughs> I mean, I, I wanted to get ice in my water, and it was like an ordeal. <laughs> well, we can pretty much use this last rock song right. to come in. <laughs> so, what, 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 you got a favorite song of, uh, of Badlands? I actually do, Bruce Puppet. My, uh, <laughs> is anyone gonna, yeah, can, we, can we get back to the fact that the album is called Darkness on the Edge of Town? Look. The working title was Badlands. Well, this ain't working. <laughs> look, look at. Should I leave? Is that what you? Is that? No. It's fucking working. <laughs> so, uh, my, one of my favorite songs off Darkness on the Edge of Town is called Candy's Rule. I get a little nervous. Candy's room. 
her pictures. Her pictures. This is going to work great on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, Pat will post Dark enough photos that people will get it. Strangers from the city. You can post call my baby's number. Remember her toys. When I come knocking, she smiles pretty. She knows I'm going to be Kenny's boy. I wanted to be her boy. Sadness. Hidden in that pretty face. The sadness all her own. I'm sitting here looking at from which I know. <laughs> it's a train wreck. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm following it now. I want to see So, Bruce, you had told me earlier tonight that Candy, Candy's room, the, the working title was just called Candace. Is that true? Yes. The original title was really just called Candace. And, uh, it, it, <laughs> oh boy, this is one of them Taylor Hawkins jokes. <laughs> he told me to do, he told me to say that the original uh, song title was Candace. And then, and then, and then I would follow it up with, <clears throat> "Can this dick fit in your mouth?" <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, Dave Grohl cracks me up. He's got a great sense of humor. Uh, Tom Petty has a couple of zingers, and that Taylor Hawkins, goddamn, he's a he's a drummer. But I see he could be a comedian. He could literally rip this limestone joint a, a new A H hole. All right, back. Play some more of my music because I, I am loving this as are your co-hosts who have not been able to talk since I came up. Okay, so. After Darkness on the Edge of Town, this is one of my favorite Springsteen albums. He goes in, and this guy lays down a double album yep. of some some very slow, very dark songs, and yeah, and then some like songs like Ramrod and Cadillac Ranch, some upbeat rockers, fun stuff, yeah, fun a stuff. lot of fun stuff, yeah. poppy. But there's enough there's there's fun stuff, and then there's really really dark stuff like yeah. Fade Away, Point Blank, Wreck on the Highway is another. And Wreck the river on the Highway, itself, the river itself is a. Yeah, kick in the gut. I, I, I get help. Uh, so we're gonna play one of the fun ones that Brad picked. This is uh, this is Cadillac Ranch. I love a nice name for song, but it's a little mean in there. Okay. Oh, yeah, so question. So Brad picked one of the fun ones, Cadillac Ranch, and Matt. <laughs> I, I, I hope that huge yawn. <laughs> I heard something out there. I heard a yawn. No, it was not a yawn. My apologies. Well, was, <laughs> is that Pardo? I, I, again, my apologies, Bruce. Look, I tell you what, I would love to be on the Players Club. Flag down, Bruce. Flag down. Flag, oh, geez, don't let that. You'll have to burn it if it hits the ground. You cannot let it hit the ground. You know, born in the USA, that's, that's anti-American, really. Yeah. Think about it. Listen to it. 
Ronald Reagan thought, you know, jelly beans in America. Uh, I'm going to play that thing. And uh, really, that's a, you know, I, I tricked him. I tricked him. And then I gave him Alzheimer's. How did you do that, Bruce? Well, let me tell you, me and Danny Federici mixed up a cocktail. Yep. And we put, it was whiskey. Whiskey. Cherry Coke. Cherry Coke. A couple of them licorice tasting lemonade, lemon lemonades. Come on, licorice dude. Lemonades. Step it up. Right, fine. Some of them licorice flavored jelly beans. Okay. All right. And then we put a big dose of Alzheimer's in it. <laughs> and we gave it to him. And that son of a bitch slurped that up. And then the next thing you know, he had Alzheimer's. And that's the end of that. Well, I'm really glad I asked. Yeah. I will tell you nothing but the truth tonight. Okay, so this is, uh, Matt picked one of the songs, uh, one of the dark, dark songs in the river called Drive All Night. Let's hear that. I have never done this many things in one day. And, and when I say that, I mean, It's like being in a locker room and shower, and you can't help but stare. Maybe I said like too much. So that's one of those ones, drive all night, he wants to drive all night to get to his lady. No, he says, I'll drive all night just to buy some shoes. Yeah. That's, That's what you can do. You you might not know my music. <laughs> Wait, you? you I know I know more than you do. Oh Jesus! Oh, no, here we go. Oh Christ! Here we go. That guy's gonna play that. That Brad Wilhelm knows more about Bruce Springsteen's music than either of you. That's all I gotta say. No, that, no, let me tell you about Everett. He gets in the dress. He gets in that dressing room before I get there. And he eats every goddamn thing off the snack tray that he can get his grubby mitts on. And I come in, and I want a Zagnut. And I can't get a Zagnut before I do a nine-hour show? Are you fucking kidding me? I just need some of the sweet stuff. The crispy taste of Zagnut. You can't, some states you can't get them. Yeah, it's like a state, we get the, yeah, it's like, a, ta- sign it's a, like a tasty cake. Yeah. They're illegal in some states. Right, right. You to, can't open it up and stay alive. But if you, right. you, you would drive all night, though, to get a Zagnut. Yeah, back on top. You know Let me tell you what Brad Wilhelm did. He brought it right back. Yep. Yeah. So let's. I think Pardo just said, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so then after the river. Well, actually, we got a, we got a trivia question about the river. Can we do that? Yeah, let's do it. Let me tell you something. I asked these guys to send me some trivia questions. They said, yeah. this, this crowd, it's going to be packed in here. We need to bring, we need to really 
make this show sing. We need to give shit away. Actually, it was one. It was just from an email. It was at the front of the email. It wasn't actually one of the one printed out. Because it was a. Do you remember? It was a players' club thing with the river. Oh, that's right. Okay, extra one. Okay, go ahead. Well, since uh, we obviously know that, uh, do we want to put something up for grabs for this? uh, Well, how about give away uh, darkness on the edge of town? Or how about give away the puppet? I am not fucking kidding. I That's will, the funniest I thing said at the Limestone Comedy Festival. I will rip your Billy Joel head off. I will, I will fart. I will fart the music to Piano Man in your neck. I am, I am connected to the Jersey Mob. I will send many people to your house. How dare you? Okay, what do you want to give away? Well, we'll go ahead and give away Darkness on the Edge of Town. Now, that, now tell the people that that's brand new and sealed. It is sealed. That is sealed. That's mint condition. And I tell you, I will sign it. <laughs> there you go. If you want. Also, if you want to get your picture taken with me after the show, it'll be $5. <laughs> Just saying. The go question ahead. was, uh, since um, we know Jimmy Pardo's in the audience. Pardo's here, supporting. Uh, what Bruce Springsteen song from the river... Features the namesake of the Players Club. That's a good question. All right, now. Do, 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 the Players Club, which is the Never Not Funny exclusive. Do, 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 do. Subscription only. How do we do this? Do, do, do they, sh- funny, do they shout out? Yeah, at this point, I. Yeah, just shout out. Do they raise their hands? Do they stand up and preach? Don't understand the question. One of the songs on the river. Don't give it to her. Don't give re- it to her. Mentions Kojak. Yeah. One of the songs on the river mentions Kojak. And the Players Club, I thought, since you're obviously a subscriber to him, not funny, in the Players Club, that you would know. Does anyone know? That's a tough question. How about this? Here's a contest. Yeah, I know. Throw it out, and whoever catches it <laughs> can keep it. I'm not going to throw darkness on the edge of town to somebody. Or as I call it, Badlands. <laughs> I will throw high hopes to somebody. <laughs> Listen, Matt, Matt Holt sent me questions. The, the I, I'm a rocker. Oh, yes. so, don't call James Brown or Secret Agent Man. Right. And then Columbo's left. Can't find Kojak. Can't find Kojak. Yeah. Right. So I thought from the, I honestly thought we'd have 120, 130 people or something. <laughs> So fuck me. One, two, three. <laughs> I love Matt sent me some questions that I don't even think Bruce Springsteen can answer. And then I had to go back and say, you know what, I think we need him a little bit. I was easier. confused. I thought you meant to stump each other. I didn't know you meant for you know the masses that were gonna be. Well, let me let me throw one of just I'm outside throw, the comedy attic. I'll throw one of Matt's questions to Brad. Brad, which album beat out the rising for the Grammy for album of the year? That would have been in 2002. Uh, Steve Miller, Book of Dreams. No, it's not. What? I have no idea. No, I know. It's Nora yeah. Jones, Come Away With Me. Oh, sure. Of course it is. Yeah. Now, would anyone know that question ever? Well, I want to fuck Nora Jones. That's why I know that. <laughs> One, That's two, a great three. Bruce Springsteen question. 
No doubt about that. Let's give away a copy of Born in the USA. How much time is left in this goddamn show? I got things to do, people to F. Here we go. We'll give away Born in the This is Broken Bad. Uh, <laughs> it broke bad when we said, ladies and gentlemen, rock solid. <laughs> <laughs> the video for Dancing in the Dark featured Bruce dancing with which then unknown actress? Heidi, Heidi Miller. Courtney Cox. Give it to her. <laughs> Here, Heidi. Enjoy that. Smattering. Got it. Smattering. Brad, your favorite song from that aforementioned album is this. That song, just, I don't, Fantastic yeah. song. You're not the only one. Yeah. Everyone would love to hear the rest of that song yeah. and then ask for their checks. <laughs> um, but the, I mean, the, the whole idea is that I'm, you know, I'm ready to grow young again. There's all the right. things that, um, and, and Springsteen's married about holding on to youth as long as you can. Right. Um, and coming back to it, it just. Uh, I love that, that. That song gives me chills. I do love that you take it so seriously. I, I, I really take do. It very seriously. Yeah. And uh, you know I do. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Oh fuck me, right? <laughs> no, you do too. Oh, okay. You do too, but but not as serious as him. Oh no, it's uh, yeah, it's. A He's got E Street people on his phone. You uh, here? Matt, no. <laughs> How am I the only one that doesn't have a gimmick during this show? <laughs> you, the you, don't, you brought the heat. Yeah, that's what it was. So uh, this is Matt's pick. He picked from the album uh, "Born in the USA." He picked "Down Bound Train." I just notice all my songs revolve around losing jobs or women. <laughs> so, there's a theme here. Well, that's great because when you know music, you know, makes you uh, you you find songs that relate to however your your life is. Right. Sorry, oh. but uh, look where I'm at now. <laughs> you're up here. You're, you're on stage in front of you with this right with an eighty eighty dollar piece of felt. Um, let's see, I want to give all those CDs away, so let me ask uh, someone this question. Uh, the Dancing in the Dark video is reviled by the E Street Nation. Okay, I, I didn't know, Brad, I didn't know there was an E Street Nation. E Street there Nation. There is. We're a part of it. We're part of the E Street Nation. And they, and we're brothers in the E Street Nation. Okay, and, and the, the, the fans in that nation, that's like the Kiss Army. Right, right. Exactly. And they don't like, uh, they don't like that, that video because it's too poppy and too cheesy. And and it's, too, just, it, it's shot really poorly. And yeah. Look, yeah looks Brian like De Palma shot that, according to your question. Yeah. He, he's, he a great, he's a great filmmaker. He did an awful job, yeah. So the follow-up to that was the much superior video 
called Glory Days, and you want to know what indie director or filmmaker directed Glory Days. Does anyone know? John Sales. You got it. Who Here said that? Wow. Who, who got that? <laughs> what do you want? What do we give them? We give them Darkness on the Edge of Town. Absolutely. There we go. Darkness on the Edge of Town. Enjoy that. It's a good prize. What's your name, sir? Matt. Matt, congratulations. Congratulations. That's what I say to keep the show moving right along. Right. I say, good job. Did you know that, Matt? Oh. I did know that, yes. I knew that, too. <laughs> I did. Uh, here's, here's one of Matt Holt's difficult, difficult questions. Uh, Bruce sings backup vocals on a song on, the, on John Prine's The Missing Years. Name the song. I don't even know who John Prine is. What? <laughs> no, I do. But no one knows that. Anyone? Indiana. Chicago. He's from Indiana. Chicago. John Hyatt's from Indiana. Uh, did they record it here, though? Uh, I don't oh, know. Boy, lots recorded. of chatter. Lots you know of what? people I working on it. Yeah. I think they did. You can, work, you can work with yeah. your neighbor if you need to discuss. Yeah, get scratch paper out. Yeah, get a lifeline. Google it. <laughs> you know, for no one that was recorded here, he should win. That, that's, <laughs> well, that's true. What, what CD would we... Do you want Born to, uh, Born to Run? No. No. Wow. <laughs> How's he not shaking right now? I know. You want, you want high hopes? You want the new album? No, I, I saw Wild Dance. And... Good. Oh, no. What? No, it's not over. There's a Born to Run. There's a Born to Run and a High Hopes, and then we got High Hopes posters? No, I'd take, uh, and it's, I'd take Born to Run. So for a guy that didn't technically get it right, you're off the fucking shooting. Giving you a gift here. Right. <laughs> you know what Bob Barker would say when you went behind door number one or door number two, you couldn't say, Do you got a four three or yeah. four doors? How many doors? Yeah, which of those broads is gonna bang go. me? That's, that's, that's open, but it's the, this this was new, but it's open. Take what you can get. Yeah, you take what you can get. Oh, Damn right. Change his tune now. I know. No one wants that new piece of crap, right? Do so you guys like that new album? I like it now. It, it took the tour. It took the tour. For me to really get into it. No, no, yeah, what about the, you, Brad? The, the stuff on it that it was done with Morello that were already recorded, the 41 shots and uh, um, Ghost of Tom Joe, those mm-hmm. were exceptional tracks. Yeah, really the re-records. And then yeah. the High Hopes, which is a, a cover. Yeah. I, I think that, that song was really good. And he had recorded that before, too. Yeah, yes. Yeah. On an um, EP. See, I know my shit. I don't need a recorded message. And I like Dream Baby Dream, too, but it was also a cover. That's right. So, there were four songs on that that were repurposed. Yeah. All yeah, right. three three cover songs. Yeah. And uh, I got to tell Matt, you picked one of my favorite songs. Uh, it was it was done live, and then they finally did a studio version of it. And this one's called American Skin, Forty One Shots. And this one actually gives me a chill. No lie. If you don't know about this, this is about a woman who's telling her son, getting him dressed for school, letting him know, you know, what to do and what not to do, if he comes in contact with police. Right. Because police sometimes shoot you. Yeah, and this was in the wake of that issue that with the New York Police Department. Yeah, they like yeah, they shot they, an immigrant forty-one times for right. carrying a wallet, pulled a wallet out, they thought it was a gun, gun and shot times. him forty-one times. I think that's excessive. And, and then during the reunion tour, wait a minute, how big was that wallet? I don't know. I don't know. All right. <laughs> well, if it looked like it was a threat, take that motherfucker down, right? 40, yeah. 
and a reload in 41 shots. <laughs> I just so I, was, I, he, he wrote the, he wrote the song. And he was doing it on tour. It had not been recorded. He was doing it on tour, and, and he get booed in New York City. And the police department were going to refuse to yeah. provide him security. And it was even, there was death threats. Death threats, all they that. They were going to do it if he played the song, and he went mm-hmm. out and played the song anyway. Right. And Good it was, for him. It was a big moment. Bruce Puppet has a different story about that song. <laughs> oh, does it? Yeah. I, I thought it would. So, Bruce Puppet, what is your story? Well, about? let me tell you something. The song's called American Skin, 41 Shots. That's just a drinking song. Really? <laughs> yeah. The end of the night, we'd call, we'd call up, hey, how many shots does people want? And one night, I just, I thought it was funny. Like, normally you'd say, well, bring one for everybody. I said, fuck it. Bring 41 shots. <laughs> and we got blitzed. <laughs> then I heard this story about a wallet and a shooting. And then I changed a couple of, like, two lyrics. <laughs> it's like literally two words. I said, I, I changed, like I said, get ready for school. And then and don't talk to cops. And then it was stunning. <laughs> So you took a, a national tragedy right. and repurposed a drinking song. Right. Started as a Toby Keith yeah. song. Yeah. <laughs> Very similar to the way Garth Brooks wrote about the Holocaust when he wrote Friends in Low Places. <laughs> I, I hope you have a Chris Gaines puppet to bring out here. <laughs> that would be awesome right now. I, I what? Why are you this funny on stage? I, <laughs> I guess I'm auditioning. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then, Brad, you like the, re, the re-recorded uh, Ghost of Tom Jones. I, I love you. Let's do that a little bit. Guitars from Rage Against yeah. the Machine. Yep. You guys have seen Morella on stage. What yes. do you think about him? I, when he first, when they first announced it was happening, I was pissed off, and uh, I really enjoy it. I think he, I think he's amazing. Yeah, it's it's um, you know because he filled him because uh, Miami Steve couldn't tour because he was off making another awful season of Lilyhammer. <laughs> Is that not a good show? I haven't seen uh, that show. Season one was was decent. Uh-huh. It's completely unwatchable unless I ever meet Miami Stevens, and I'm going to tell him it's awesome. It's awesome, <laughs> right? Awesome. Is it too many guitars on stage with Morello? No, not at all. With no, Morello, how many guitars are on stage? Huh, I wonder. Currently, at this okay. point. Hmm. Hmm. Let me let me raise Let's my think mind. about that. Hmm. Uh, Bruce Puppet, can you tell us how many guitars oh, are on stage? For a guy who doesn't like me, you are certainly <laughs> trying to wind me up. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, right. to be honest. Okay, let me think now. At let this me, point, okay. what else the fuck am I going to do? Yeah, where's okay. Puppet? What, what are you... All right. <laughs> now, let me, let me think now, because I've got 38 people on stage, which means everyone gets a shot and I get four shots. Okay. I'm the boss! Okay, let me count. Let's go. What happened? The flag again. Oh, Christ. Leave it. We'll burn it later. All right. Burn it, out back. Burn, burn the show. Burn the flag. Okay, let's, okay, let's work this up. If you can, how many guitars are on stage now? Okay, you you count them because my fingers don't work. Okay, okay, we got. I got a guitar. 
Yep. All right. And Neil's got a guitar. Yep. Neil Slaughter, the great Neil Slaughter. Right. He flips. That's a, that's, he used to flip. That's amazing. That's why I got the job. I didn't even know he could play guitar. I saw him flip. I'm like, you're in. Uh, that's a trick. That's like Cirque du Soleil in my show. That is, a, that is fucking great. I mean, sometimes. I mean, look. Sometimes I not. I I stop playing, and I just say, "Hey, Nils, do that goddamn flip." <laughs> And he'll do it. And I just, aha! So fucking funny. So that's it. Okay, how many is that so far? That's two so far. I was on a tangent. Uh, okay, and then, then that, that Patty's got a guitar. Yeah, but we don't plug it in. She is a lady. <laughs> Ladies don't play guitars. Okay, and then she's got her friend on tour. What's her name? Susie. Susie. Susie Kurtz? No, Susie. Who am I paying? Who's up on stage? Susie Kurtz. Are you telling me that Susie Kurtz from Mike and Molly is in my band now? Yes. I've got to get my accountant to sit down with me and tell me who's in that band. I would love Melissa McCarthy to be in there. She'd play a tambourine and pretend like she pooped or something. Fall down, ha ha, Nils. Uh. <laughs> All right. So, how many is that right now? I, uh, four, four guitars. Okay. I, thought, I really thought you were just going to do the one, two, three, four. I thought I was setting you up to do that. I thought it was yes, anything. So you go. How many guitars are on stage? You would go. One, two, three, oh! There you go. That was great fun. I was, and my mom's down again. Yeah. <laughs> I was homeschooled. They schooled. They told me I only learned the first two numbers. I know one, two, and then I just go, oh, oh. <laughs> I count to ten. It sounds like monkeys fucking. <laughs> I kind of miss Dirty iPod right now. <laughs> Time to do. <laughs> All right, look, guys, I appreciate you being on the show. The ne- when you guys are in L.A., we will sit down and we will really, really talk <laughs> about the music of Bruce Springsteen. Just the three of us. No puppet. I'd like to be there. No, no. My puppet's probably got a gig. And, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, I really appreciate you guys. You guys put a lot of work in behind the scenes, and it really didn't uh, come through in the presentation that I put out because I spent seventy nine ninety nine on this. You did a, online online purchase. Yeah, I got, I, got, I got Amazon Prime. And, uh, I just like that you were excited waiting on it to arrive. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, it's a big day. His kids wanted to play with me, and he said no. <laughs> because he was afraid that, 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 that they were going to pull the nose off my face. And they said, you're, you're a bad father. <laughs> and I wrote a song about it. <laughs> then I rewrote it. <laughs> And I recorded it and scrapped it. But then I did it, and I, I only played didgeridoo. That'll be on my next album called Why the Fuck is Morella in My Band with Swoozy Kurtz. Put a stop on that check. All right, everyone. Big round of applause. This has been Rock Solid Live. This will go up Thursday. Yes. We'll up Thursday. A big round of applause for Brad Wilhelm. 
Matt Holt. Dirty iPod. Yeah. The American flag. Bruce Puppet. And I'm Pat Francis. Thanks for indulging me. And come take a poster, because I'm not taking those back to L.A. Thank you.